Hello everyone. It's great to reconnect with you. My name is Kay Wilson and I am a guide, a mentor, a channeler for spirit to support people who wish to connect with their own guides, to hear and connect from their, with their soul self, their higher self, to get clarity on their purpose and and, and actually support people's physical well-being as well. So today I want to talk about completion cycles because this is something that a lot of people are experiencing at the moment. It's actually a very collective experience. And what it means is that a lot of us are really feeling, feeling strongly called to make big changes in our lives and and this might look like resigning and um, breaking up with somebody um, moving to a new place really choosing to create completion in an area of our lives in order to create space for something new something that we feel is much more appealing to us and potentially something that we've wanted for a very long time, but haven't felt equipped to make the choices required to get us there. And when I woke up this morning, I that was when the desire to share this podcast came to me because as I was tuning in with my own guides, they I asked, you know, where do I need to focus today? What's where does my being need the most support? And and they said, your heart, Kay, your heart center is what needs the most support right now. And, and then it was shared with me that this wasn't just relevant for me. This was a collective experience because as we make these changes, and I've just moved six hours south from Sydney to a place called Albury. So which is right near the Victorian border. So I'm actually cl closer to Melbourne than I am to Sydney now, which is a very new experience for me. And, and I'm now out in the country, in the hills, as they call it. And, and so I am going through a very big transitional experience within myself. And as they called me into my heart this morning, as I sat there and observed all the aspects of me that are going through this recalibration as I adapt to my new environment, not only on a physical 3D level, but really energetically and emotionally. And it became really clear to me that, you know, our heart, this is our last line of defense. This is where we really build the barriers to protect ourselves. And it's here that we have the biggest opportunity to transform. But it's also the place that is most confronting, most challenging, because behind our defensive barriers that we have so carefully crafted over years of existence, behind that is our nakedness, is our naked innocence our childlike innocence, which is where every single one of us began. 
And when we came into this experience, we came with this beautiful softness that was then crafted and honed by the experiences that we had as we were brought up and into this world. And this is where we would have built our defenses. This is where we were most likely to feel hurt, um, misunderstood. And, and it's these defenses that we are now being called in to re-examine. And the reason that that is happening now is because so many of us are feeling a strong desire to step into our purpose. So many clients are coming to me asking for soul readings to get clarity on their purpose. They want to connect with their guides, they want to connect with their soul selves, they want to know what their purpose is. And this is such a powerful place to be because when you have made the decision that you want to know your purpose, you have also made the realization that the life you're living is not fulfilling you, is not your purpose. And therefore, you are open to change because something inside of you has decided that to live a fulfilling life should be the goal. That whatever is passing the time right now, whatever is paying the bills right now, is not fulfilling, is not speaking to the part of you that wishes to be heard. It is a means to an end. It is in that very, in that very way, it means you are surviving. You are not thriving. And, and so this desire that for so many of us has come up from within through the murky waters, like a lotus flower. This call for purpose, this is a really special, special thing because it is this desire that is so powerful that it is willing to propel you into a completely different life. And it is the urgency around this that will help you not only transform your life, but also line up with your heart's desire. Because you see, that's what spirit was really telling me this morning. Yes, it was telling me to take all my awareness to my heart and to observe, you know, potentially the the scars that might be there, the wounds that might be there, the healing that might need to be done. But not only that, because that is just the shadow aspect, but also the light, the light that is there, the light in my heart that is the innocence, that is the desire, the love, the creativity, the want for fulfillment. And it is those two aspects that we are all being called into in a much more profound and deep way now. And it is, it is an exciting time. Yes, it's confronting. Yes, 
It is the unknown for many of us. But that's what an initiation is. It is about moving through a journey that is sometimes filled with hardship, but only in order that we see how capable and magnificent we truly are. And so that is what I would like to lean into today is this theme of a completion cycle and, and how that might be showing up in your life and, and how to navigate that with a greater sense of comfort, I suppose. Because when we are moving through a completion cycle, when we are making that big step forward to call in an end of something, we are actually actively creating space for something more. And this is often the bit that is overlooked by so many of us because we're so caught up in the pain of letting go, <laughs> the discomfort of releasing a partner or a friend or a job from our lives or a home from our lives. We're so caught up in the attachment that we've had to that thing and the process it's requiring from us to detach ourselves that we lose sight of the beauty of what is actually occurring, which is actually the laying down of fertile soil, empty fertile soil space for us to sow the seeds of what comes next. And, and the reason we're so scared is because often we hold this belief that when we let go of something or someone, that that's it, we're never going to see them again, and this experience is never going to happen again. And, and there is a grief in that. There is a, a sadness in that. And, and this is something I'd like to explore because many times in my life, in many different ways, have I been shown that actually when you let go of something or someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that they will not return to you. Because many times I've had particularly people return to me, come back into my life in different ways. And in doing so, we have come back together in such a better way, in a way that is so much more fulfilling for both of us. And in retrospect, we've been able to observe that that gap, that breaking away, that space that was created was so necessary because each of us needed to go on a journey of personal transformation in order that when we came back together, which we didn't know we were going to do at the time, <laughs> but in reflection, when we came back together, we were able to do so in a really new way and in a really beautiful way, in a way that felt so much more satisfying to both of us. Because often we'd both been through a somewhat challenging time 
and in the process discovered all these new things about ourselves, come back together and then shared that journey with the other. And because we had experienced the same thing, could identify with them and, and then relive the experience in a much more fulfilling and joyful and satisfying way. And so you see, sometimes we need to let go of something to see if it is meant for us and to give it the grace, the space to go on its own journey and then come back to us if it's meant to. And the first time this happened to me was actually with um, a partner and he was my boyfriend and we'd been together five years and I had many challenges within myself that I was projecting onto him. And of course, he had his own share of aspects that were present between us and we were both attracting these different aspects and, and the relationship was in this very bumpy place where it was going through these transformational experiences but neither of us were having the best time. And I came to the realization that I actually just had to break up with him, even though I really, really loved him. And I broke up with him. And, and about a month or so, two months later, it came to me that actually, you know, we really hadn't been such a bad couple after all. <laughs> and, and, and I realized looking back because of the expansion I had done in the meantime, because of the discomfort I had journeyed through, you know, going through the process of them moving out and getting someone else to move in and, you know, being a single person again and, and seeing all of these different aspects of my life and observing the couples around me and, and how they related and this big growth phase. But the most important part of this growth phase I'd been through was seeing myself, not as a half of him, but as who I was in, as an individual. And I was able to see how truly magnificent I was in my own right. And I had fallen back in love with me. And in the process of doing that, really come to understand that actually this beautiful man was a fantastic partner for me. And, and having gone through this process, I was then able to say to the universe, if he is meant to return to me, I would welcome him home. And I kept saying to myself, you have to let things go to see if they are meant to come back. And that was my mantra for this period. And sure enough, we did end up reconnecting. And we did in fact get back together. And that man is now my husband. So you see, sometimes space is needed for the cycle of expansion to take place. And that is not the only time that's happened. I've experienced the same thing with friends, with family members. You know, sometimes it's just, uh, there's just too much not working. And so there's just space required. And it's not because one person's done something wrong or you know, that someone has to fix something and they're not. It's because these two beings need to go through a process that they can't do together. And, and when they do that, they come back together in a brand new way and it's quite exceptional. And I've actually seen my parents go through the same thing recently. And, 
And so you see a completion cycle doesn't have to be the, the end as like a movie, the end. <laughs> it's, it's a cycle which can be rebirthed in a new way. And I think we've become so culturally fearful of the end of things, mainly because our relationship to death, I believe, is so limited and so fearful, largely because we shun away from the belief in a, in a world beyond this one. It's a reflection of our lack of connection with the spirit realm. And I understand why. It's hard for people to believe in something they can't see. At least when we've been trained not to, it is very hard. And so the invitation is not necessarily to start believing in something you can't see. The invitation is to give yourself the space to observe the cycles that are going on all around you all the time and to see how necessary those cycles are particularly in nature where we observe the cycles of the seasons all the time and right now in the southern hemisphere we are coming to the end of autumn and we're about to go into winter and so the leaves are on the ground <clears throat> it's cold People are going indoors. We're, we are withdrawing into the darkness. And yet this darkness doesn't need to be a fearful place like we're told it is in the movies. Because you see the womb is a dark place. And yet the womb is the seat of creation. And so you see winter. Winter is known as the yin energy. It's the darkness. Darkness is yin energy. And this is the energy of the female, the female energy that runs through all of us, no matter what sex we identify with. We all have the energy of the feminine. And it's very necessary energy because this is the transformation energy. This is where everything comes to die in order that it might then be reborn. You see, that is the invitation for this time. It is to allow the winter to come through you. Even if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and it's baking hot, if you are going through a completion cycle, you are energetically going through a phase of winter. And that is so such a beautiful time. It is such a beautiful time to observe the ending of something. And instead of moving through it with fear or trepidation because of all the unknown that it might be presenting you with, instead focus on how do I really bring everything about this into a place of completion? What relationships do I need to tie up at this job before I leave it? Or, you know, what... What do I need to do in this home to really leave it in a wonderful place for those who come into it after me? What is it that I can bring to this experience that really honors the end of this? Instead of being fearful or 
transfixed on what I'm losing or transfixed on where I need to get to because this, this isn't it. (laughs) You know, and that's it. We can sometimes become very dismissive of where we're at. Oh, this job, blah, blah, blah. I hate it. I can't wait to get out of here. I'm so glad I've got my new job. But this job has got you to a place where you were willing to look for the job you're now going to. You see, every single part of our experience is valuable. And when we start to honour it as such, then we create balance in our lives. Then we create the honouring of the death of something and the rebirth, the springtime, the sowing of the seeds, the sapling that will grow. Then we can honour this whole experience in its fullness and and enjoy it (laughs) and take time with it and not need to rush any aspect of it. And and the one cycle that runs through all of this in a very 3D human tangible experience way, for, for those who identify as women, for those with the feminine form, those who bleed once a month, those who have what's known as a moon cycle, because when we are in balance with nature, as the female form, we bleed on the dark moon and we ovulate on the full moon. And many of us are out of sync with that and that's okay, it's not a big deal, but that is how it has been in the past where when we lived more in unity with nature, when we lived in community on the land and the women would Often, as we all still experience as women, we, we bleed at the same time. Birds of a feather flock together. We just line up with one another. And, and they used to gather, in the old days, they used to gather in what was called the red tent. The women would come together and they would bleed together. And this was a very, very magical time. Because as you know, when you're bleeding, you are going through discomfort. You are going through emotions, upheaval. You're, you're uncomfortable on so many levels in many ways. And, and this is a really challenging time for a lot of women. And largely because we're not allowed to honour it in our culture as much as we have been in the past. Some people are starting to honour it. Some businesses even are starting to recognise it. Athletes are beginning to recognise it and honour it. And I think this is so exciting and wonderful. But largely, we are still in the process of recognising that this fundamental aspect of being, of the female form, we are in a place where we do not yet understand that this is such a powerful, potent time. Because when you can sit with yourself in that place of discomfort, what are you doing? You are expanding your capacity to hold space for unpleasantness in your life. And in that very process, you are expanding who you are. You are stepping into your power. You are empowering yourself. 
when you can give yourself the space and time to honor the way that your body feels, to observe everything you are shedding, because the dark moon, the bleed time, the moon time, this is when you let go. This is when those of us as women are invited to physically let go of that which does not serve us. And if we are able to honor that cycle, if we are able to feel it on every single cellular part of who we are, and perhaps make ritual around it, journal, these are the things I wish to let go with this bleed. So much power and potency is afforded to us in that process that we mostly have no idea about. In fact, often shame and hide. Oh, I've got my period. Oh, here, take this. And it's all smuggled and no one, you know, we don't talk about it too much and it's a dirty thing in some cases. And all these stories, all this shame, all this unnecessary misunderstanding which is such a shame because by leaning into that by recognizing the gift in it even when it's painful like sitting with that and I've had a really really challenging journey with my bleed with my blood really really bad when I was young and around people that didn't have this knowledge and it's been a real process of retraining and relearning that I have, I chose to explore because I knew that there needed to be a better way. And now I relish this experience. I relish it because I sit with my body and I let go in every way. And I'm so grateful to be a female form in this life experience because it allows me to experience in every way, the fullness of the cycle of life. And that is a really powerful gift because it helps me become powerful in not only letting go of my, the lining of my womb once a month, but it also enables me the freedom, the confidence to let go of that in my life which does not serve me because I am shown once a month that you can that you can do that and that it's powerful and it's helpful and it is necessary and so you see when we step into the fullness of the death and rebirth cycle we step into balance we step into surrender, the cycle of life. And so to those of you who stand at the brink of a new adventure, I address the same people as people who stand at the end of a great adventure. I invite you to not rush into the next phase, but to take some time. Just sit with that that you are letting go of, to honor it fully within yourself. And that's the thing, this doesn't need to be a big ritual or show for the people involved in who you're letting go <laughs> or the situations you're letting go. As long as you are at peace with it, that you have met your discomfort, that you have sat with it, felt it, 
And you must feel your feelings because it is only through feeling the discomfort that it will transform into peace. When we push it down, suppress it, distract ourselves from the discomfort of something, we just delay it. It just sits in our energy body and it waits for the next time that we do something similar and then it triggers. And that energy won't go anywhere until it is acknowledged, until it is met, until it is transformed through conscious awareness. So if you are going through a completion cycle, sit with the feelings that arise within you around all of it. Honor all of that. Feel all of the ickiness, the discomfort. How? You lie down with your eyes closed or you sit down with your eyes closed and you can just say, body, please show me where I hold the energy around this. It might be around me leaving my job, around me feeling uncomfortable with this friend and, and feeling it's time to let this go. Just ask your body, please show me, where do I hold the energy of this? And you will be shown. There will be a feeling, a sense, an intuitive knowing. And you take all your conscious awareness to that place within your body and you sit with that feeling. And yes, your mind will want to take you in a thousand different directions. But that's okay. You just come back and you just keep asking yourself, what do I physically feel? And you just return to that feeling and you sit with that feeling. And you observe that feeling. You don't try to fix it or do anything to it. You just hang out with it. Just take your conscious awareness to it. You sit in community with it, in full acknowledgement of it. And then, and then the transformation will occur. I hope that this has been insightful and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Lots of love to you all.